Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. It's conversations as we walk with Jesus. And the topic of our podcast today is faith. What is faith? I'm Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries, and I'm here alongside Erica Close. Well, hello, everybody. It's good to be here today. And we just want to have a conversation about what is faith. And the verse that we want to use is out of Hebrews 11, verse 1. Do you want to read that for us, Erica? Absolutely. So Hebrews 11, 1. This is one of my absolute favorites. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You said it was one of your absolute favorites, and I know we tend to say that just about with every set of verses we start to talk about, but I saw on your face, which our listeners can't see, that that truly lit up your whole face. So tell me, why is this one of your favorite verses? I think that one of the reasons that I love this verse so much is that it has these two incredibly strong words in it, substance and evidence. And faith is clearly not something we can see. I mean, the verse goes on to say that, but substance and evidence are big words. Those are words that just speak to something. So faith is is substance. It's it's like matter. It's like me picking up this cup of coffee. It's as real a thing as the bottle of water or the cup of coffee or this Bible that I hold in my hand. It is something. Faith is something. And then it has the word evidence in it. And evidence is also something that represents something. Right? It is something, evidence is something that is noticed. It is something that is seen. It is something that somebody can report back about. Right? It's something that we collect. Substance and evidence are really big words for something that we can't see but is no less real. Yes, it would have to be something that was important to the two of us as trained scientists <laughs> that collect data on a regular basis. And when we collect this data, we are actually looking for trends, and we look for uh, ways to analyze what is the data actually saying to us. And that is so amazing to me because there are so many people in this world who say there is no evidence of faith. But yet you and I both know the power of faith, and we know the evidence of faith and the trail that faith lives behind I was so blessed to be raised in the home that I was raised in, and my parents were so devoted to God but, and so devoted to the Word of God. And their conversations were just 
pieces of scripture kind of melted together. And it was because their faith was so strong. And you would see things when, when they would happen to them and things that, you know, they had troubles and trials in this world, just like everybody else does, but you would see them actually go through it very differently than other people, because there was evidence of God in their life to others, but to the, them themselves, there was an evidence of God walking with them. And that's what kept them so dedicated to the Lord, I believe. Because they had been collecting data about him from the moment they could recognize him. And they began to recognize him when he revealed himself through scriptures to them and they each came to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And it has always been so difficult for me to understand when people would say to me, how can you believe in something you cannot see? And the reality of it is, is I really can't see, see it like I can see you or this microphone or the Bible that's sitting in front of me. But just like I can't see air either, I can only see the effects of air. I can see leaves that blow. I can see dust that you know, kind of spatters around. I can see, um, you know, patterns on a, on a sandy beach that has been um, created by wind that has passed over top of it. And no one says there's no wind because we know there's wind because we can see the data and the data is the evidence. And so it, it produces the substance. And when Christians are living with God as their focus, and are dedicated to knowing who God is. I believe that the scriptures support the notion or the concept that there will be evidence in our lives that other people can collect as data that show them that faith is truly real. I love that. So there's evidence both in our lives, there's evidence in the lives of others. So we're constantly collecting that data. We're collecting the data by what we see in the lives of others. We're collecting that data by what we see in our own lives. When we see, you know, quote unquote, see, maybe not with our actual eyes, but see by our experience what God has done. I mean, faith, I mean, one of the greatest things about faith is that it's, it's not finite, right? You can always have more. You can always have more faith. And faith itself is something that grows. As we watch God do things in our lives and in the lives of others around us, our faith gets stronger and it grows. It gets stronger sort of like a muscle and it grows, you know, I guess kind of like a tree, right? As we, as, as we experience God, the roots of our, of our faith get stronger and stronger and go deeper and deeper. We are collecting data that strengthens our heart and our faith. And I think we see that uh, it's hard to define what faith is without describing what it looks like. And we'll do that in another podcast. But I'm brought to my mind when you said, you know, as we collect the data and as we move forward, then we get a stronger and stronger faith. If you notice, it wasn't day one that Abraham was asked to sacrifice his son, Isaac. It didn't happen on day one. But through a multitude of experiences that Abraham had with the Lord, 
his faith was strong enough for the Lord to show him something else or put his faith to the test. And, and I believe that's how our lives are. God will allow us to be molded and made into the person that he wants us to be. And he has a plan for us to give us a hope and a joy and to prosper us. And he came that we would have life. But if we're not walking with him and following him, then we don't build the muscles, faith muscles, that we need for him to move us further down the journey. And unfortunately for many of us, we never exercise the faith muscle enough to really get its full potential. There are amazing things one can do through faith. It is powerful. It is powerful to heal. It is powerful to provide. It is powerful to motivate. It is powerful to relieve depression. It is, it is powerful to help us do the things that we can't do because we realize that we are placing our faith in something bigger and greater than we are and that we are a conduit through which he is working. And when we understand that, faith is the key that unlocks the power of God. You said two things in there that I just I just have to take us back to. You first thing you said was you talked about how it's a muscle that we have to use. Like even little babies have muscles, right? They may have baby muscles, right? But there are there's muscles there. But they don't get strong unless we use them. All of us unfortunately probably really understand that, right? That if we don't use our muscles, they're not going to get any stronger. So if we don't exercise the muscle of faith that muscle is not going to grow it's going to be it's going to be stagnant our faith will be as strong as it is when we start out basically on that journey of faith and the lord i think you also said really gives us opportunities to see him and opportunities to to have our faith grow by the second thing i had to point out was following him Right, You talked about how our muscles grow when we follow him. And when we are in a place where we are following what he has asked us to do. So often, I think, if we go out on our own, right, if we run ahead of him, we're not going to be in a place where we can see him working because we're trying to, to be in charge, right? Or we're trying to get out in front. But when we're following what the Lord wants us to do, it puts us in a place where we can see him at work because he's out in front, like he's in front of us. And if he's in front of us and we can see him at work, that's what grows our faith. It's the evidence, right? It's being able to see what he has done. If we're number one, not looking at him, right? Maybe he's in front, but we're not looking. But if we're not looking at him, we're not going to see and our faith isn't going to grow. And if we're out in front of him doing what we think is right, he's not going to be in front of us for us to see either, to have our faith grow. And I love that because we, my parents used to call it God sightings. And we would, at the end of the day, come back from whatever we had been doing all day. And we would sit and talk about where we saw God's hand move that day, which gave us this experience in not only being blessed by what was happening in our family's lives, but it gave us this practice or this habit of looking for God 
because I wanted to be where God was. And I realize he lives in my heart and I realize he's working on me, but there are places that God is moving and God is working and God is doing something. And I always want to be there. I want to be right there under the spout where the glory comes out. And I love the fact that I know that when I'm looking for him, he's easily found. He's not lost. You know, he says, if you seek him, you'll find him. And I love that. And I love the fact that as trained scientists, as we see our hunches, or we call them hypotheses, whatever we're studying, as we see things start to support that, you know, we get all gung-ho and all excited, like, woohoo, and we start collecting more data and we look at it from different angles. And But we find these things that support that hypothesis and we continue down that trail as fast and as hard as we can go. And if we would look at our journey of faith, this walk with Jesus that we do every day, as this opportunity to just see him working, it's going to absolutely energize us. It's going to make us more passionate. It's going to motivate us. And it's going to make us want to run gung-ho down that down that journey of faith with with the Lord. And as I said before, that's amazing for us, but it's also part of the data that people around us are collecting so we can make him more real to those that are around us. I love that you talk about that practice, right, of looking for the God sightings, and then you correlate that back again to collecting data because it makes me think how you know, as a, as a scientist, if we go out into the field, you know, we have our field notebooks with us and we're constantly writing down our observations, right? We're constantly marking down the things that we see because we have to have them written down or they're not data. And we all know that our, we can't hold it all in our mind, right? We can't just remember everything. And I think that that is such an incredible practice for all Christians to somehow remember and mark down what the Lord has done. And your family collectively marked that down together. But your family could have also just has have easily trained you to mark it down in a journal each day, right? Where did you see God at work? Because we all understand there are going to be times in our lives where we really have to work in our faith, right? Where those events that are going to happen will occur. And we need to have that record of what the Lord has done. And if you've shared that with your family, you'll be surrounded by people who can remind you. If you're not in a situation where that's possible, you can go back and you can look at what the Lord has done. And if that piece of evidence may not be, say, active in your life that day, because you're in a tremendously discouraging point, it doesn't make it any less real. It happened. You marked it. You noted it. You put it in your field notebook, and you know that it happened, and you can use that to give you the strength to buoy up the faith that you need for whatever has happened on that particular day. Erica, I love the fact that you're encouraging our listeners to to journal. Capture it so that we can then go back and retrieve it and see that the Lord is good. Don't you love him today? I absolutely do. This was fun. This is a good conversation. Shocking to me how quickly our time can go, but I just want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to just speak about faith, and I pray that uh, this podcast and the subsequent um, podcast that we have 
will give us um, a deeper look into faith and strengthen us. But until our next podcast, we ask that you would walk with the Lord and that you would make him your absolute primary focus. Thank you for joining us. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Happy girl.